0: So here we are. End of twenty nineteen. End of the decade. End of the twenty tens. Sheesh. Beggar on a good note, eh? Yeah, that's what we're gonna try to do. In the words of public things, Chuck D. Bring the podcast network i'm charlie taylor and this is what's good welcome back everybody so i'm currently recording um if you're wondering why i'm being not as i don't want to say as loud because i used to be louder back in radio days but um the reason i'm being a little bit subdued is just because it's uh nearly 1am it's actually christmas day um i'm recording here so uh hope you all had a good, uh, Christmas and, uh, whatever holiday you celebrate. Um, I hope you all just had a, I guess, a good week, cause I always, as I always wish for you guys. Um, yeah, so the show is, um, the, as you've seen by the title, is the 5 EP and special. So what do I mean by that? I mean that, well, one thing, it's a special, and uh, that's the reason why I've uh, had a, I've had a different, I've put in a different intro music, because, uh. You know, I've got the license, I might as well flex it a little, you know what I mean? So I thought, whenever I have a special, I'm going to be blasting this. So, uh, you know, it's just going to come few and far between, but, you know, it's, it's something fun to look forward to. And you know it's a special when you hear that. Shout out to Bob Berrigan, uh, Brock Berrigan on that. Um So, yeah, so the 5 VPN special. So, basically, this is going to be a... Uh, I am leaving the show to uh this particular episode uh to my fellow people that help me create these podcasts that uh, help host these podcasts um uh, in the 5VPN the current in Fifth m podcast network and uh and there will be an, a little announcement you know you'll get it via uh via some um well I've, I've kind of announced it on the show a couple of times but um it's a fi- it's going to be official now and it will be official by the end of the show and uh but i won't spoil it just yeah i'll let you get to that i'll let you get to that when you get to it but yeah so basically um i'm leaving the episode to uh some of my friends uh that help do this do the podcast stuff with me um so we're gonna have uh, people like obviously ben from digging digits and we're gonna have uh, a couple from a couple guys from the insert the source crew central source crew and also uh don't want to spoil it. Uh, new Blood. There you go. It's just going to blood. <laughs> or podcast number four, uh, so to speak. So, yeah. Uh, that's pretty much going to be it. Uh, There's nothing else. I'm not going to do any news or anything. No in a week where. No talking about that. It's just going to be four questions. Uh, just recapping uh, some stuff. Thinking about the future as well, um, as we all do around this time of year. And, yeah. So, it's going to be interesting. And I'm going to obviously end it with my particular thoughts. Uh, I'm gonna answer the four questions as well, and uh, yeah, so I might as well give the questions. You're gonna hear the questions anyway, but I thought I'd might as well just uh, I might as well just give the questions. (laughs) Give the questions now, shouldn't I? So, uh, uh, so the first question is uh, best moment of 2019 can be personal or general second question is biggest lesson you take from the 2010s the third is what's one goal you'd like to achieve in 2020 and number four is what are your ambitions for the podcast you primarily participate in obviously all these guys are going to be via the uh, the, (sighs) podcast involved in uh, the 5vpn and their particular podcast i wanted them to basically Tell the tell tell me what they want from their podcast, basically, and uh, hopefully I can help do that because obviously as the head of all this and the um, executive producer on three of the four, uh, four um, I thought it'd be a good place to you know, I guess focus group and actually see what they, these guys actually want from all of this. Um, so, uh, so yeah, that's that's all four questions, and I'm gonna obviously do them as well at the end. Uh, but for now, let the beat drop as always. And let's get into the show. I hope you guys enjoy.
1: Hey, it's Ben Carter. I run Hip Hop by the Numbers on Twitter. And I participate in Digging in the Digits. With Charlie and also In Search of Source, Central Source, uh, but I'm primarily on Digging the Digits, the dynamic duo of Charlie and Ben. What is your best moment of 2019? The best moment of 2019 for me was definitely Shane's article, which he wrote about hip-hop numbers for DJ Booth. It was such a beautiful piece of writing, man. He worked so incredibly hard on it. Um, we must have done eight hours of interviews to get to that final point, and it was wonderfully handled. The response from it was honestly overwhelming, stunning. It was just an outpouring of support and love. I've had a very insular 2019, especially the last few months, so to be exposed to humanity again in that manner was really powerful. A friend who's actually a YouTuber asked me how I had the courage to speak with such openness, and it honestly required zero courage. A few people in my personal life were curious. You know, They wanted to know what the response was. But I've been interacting with my followers daily for like eighteen months now, and it was never going to be anything but support. And it made me feel really special that day. It was, yeah, it was a very special article, and that was my best moment of twenty nineteen with regards to hip hop numbers. What is the biggest lesson you'll take from the twenty tens? To be honest, twenty tens have been pretty devastating for me. Um, kind of lost everything this decade. I guess that was highlighted by the DJ booth piece somehow I actually managed to gain the most important thing and it sounds a little bit new agey but it's very deep and it's very powerful. I discovered myself, I found my passion and I found my true friends and I found self-love and self-care and my inner strength but I had to go through true devastation for many years and I had to endure it and the biggest lesson I learned from this is that time can't teach you anything if you're not aware and awake. If you are aware and awake, time will teach you everything. Patience is power. And it's cumulative too. I mean, I spent eight years not being aware and awake. When I woke up, I went through years of therapy, a decade of therapy before it finally clicked. And it was hard, honestly. And if anyone else out there is struggling, I know what it's like to just be like, what is the point of this? Why am I going through this? Why is this never ending? You know, I started seeing psychologists in 2008, and I didn't fully awaken until 2018, and no therapist taught me how to do it, I just did it, you know, it just happened to me, um, and it was so powerful so if you're still fighting out there, just keep fighting through it and just understand that it has meaning, and that meaning will reveal itself to you in time I know that's really not a pleasant thing to hear because I know you don't want to struggle, but The more you struggle and the the deeper that struggle is, man, that awakening is going to be fucking amazing. Uh, What's one goal you'd like to achieve in 2020? 2020, I'm just going to keep it super simple. I'd really like to hit 100,000 followers on Twitter and then just focus on my personal life after that. I'll keep hip-hop numbers running, of course. You know, it's my passion. But the goal is to just ease the pressure on myself and focus on the rest of the world and focus on my personal life. What are your ambitions for the podcast you primarily participate in? Well, firstly, be able to speak better, fucking read primarily outright. Digging in the Digits is my primary podcast. To be honest, man, I love our podcast so much. I listen back to it and it makes me laugh. It brightens dark days and it keeps me sane. Prepping for it, chatting with Charlie, it's very enriching. And it's honestly at a point where... I just hope it continues. I love it. I'm always trying to improve, you know, listening to other podcasts and trying to sort my own audio out because I don't know why, but I can never sound as crisp as Charlie. I just, it's not possible. It sounds like Charlie's in the room with me and I listen back and I'm like, I thought I had all the settings right this time. Charlie just sounds so crisp. Maybe it's his voice and his accent. Maybe I need to adopt a new accent. Um, but, yeah, my biggest ambition is for us to just continue doing it because I love having it in my life. All right, that's me. Peace. Enjoy the rest of What's Good. Tell you what, man, What's Good, I'm just going to plug What's Good here because Charlie said I get ten. we can get 10 minutes to talk here. I've only done four minutes. What's Good is good. Is really good. I actually really enjoy What's Good. I listen to it quite often. So, yeah, shout-out to Charlie and shout-out to What's Good and uh, shout-out to the five... Fifth Element Podcast Network, man. Search of Source, got four podcasts on there now. That's epic. So I hope, Charlie, you give yourself a pat on the back because I think you've had a freaking incredible 2019. And um, I'm sorry if I don't promo our podcast enough. I need to promo it a lot more in 2020. But, you know, as someone who does have a lot of engagement, a lot of followers, and someone who's been working in this realm for since 2012 like i've worked for startups i've worked you know for review websites digging in the digits is the only thing apart from central source that has lasted the test of time i must have done 50 of these different kind of projects with people and people just give up because they're lazy or they just don't have the energy or the time or the passion or or the the conscientiousness or the work ethic and charlie's killing it so i just want to thank charlie um I just want to big up what's good and and big up Fifth Element. All right, thank you, Charlie. Peace.
2: What's up, guys? This is Brandon Hill, writer and production manager of Discovery at Central Sauce. I'm a regular contributor to In Search of Sauce, the podcast where we dig deep for great examples of music journalism to discuss and share with you. Check it out if you haven't already. And shout out to Charlie at Fifth Element for putting this together, and really for everything he does for the podcast. We couldn't do it without him. So what is your best moment of 2019? Well, I usually pack my summers full of music festivals, but for the first time in like five years, I wasn't able to hit a single festival, which would usually be the easy answer for me. So I'd have to say the best moment this year was catching Earth Gang's live performance of Up while they were on tour with Smino last spring. It was before the song had been officially released, and easily one of the best crowd responses I've ever seen at a rap show. I've got a group of friends that are huge spillage village fiends, and we actually piled into a car twice this year to drive two and a half hours to catch Earthgang, and then again for J.I.D. at the same venue like a month later. If you ever get the chance to see them perform together, I would not miss it. What's the biggest lesson you'll take from the 2010s? Well, for me, this decade basically started with school and ended with school. Uh, School starts to get a little more important when you hit high school and obviously college At that point, your entire life has basically been in education all leading up to getting a degree and after that I kind of hit a space where I was like, okay I did it, now what? And it's weird to have a singular goal for so long and then actually achieve it. So Central Sauce kind of helped me set another goal for myself as a music journalist and now it's all about working towards that. So I'd say the lesson I learned is just to keep raising the ceiling. Find a goal and really lock into it, even if it's a lofty goal. You can only achieve it by taking one step at a time. So just make sure you're always moving forward and taking those steps. What's one goal you'd like to achieve in 2020? Well, I've wanted to be a writer since I was five years old. It's really the only thing I've ever wanted to do. So now my sights are set on making that dream something more concrete than just a hobby or something I do on the side. And I'm really hoping that by the end of 2020, writing is enough to, I mean, really just pay the bills as like a full-time job. What are your ambitions for the podcast you primarily participate in? Well, I feel like it's a pretty common thing to see people on Twitter ranting or complaining about all the bad music journalism and bad music journalists out there. So we started In Search of Sauce as a way to give some much due credit and attention to the great journalists that are out there doing high-quality work. And I I guess it might be a higher end goal, but I'd really like to see In Search of Sauce have some kind of an impact changing those attitudes about music journalists. It'd also be nice to see people really engage with the content we bring too. Uh, Some of these stories we've discussed have been done amazingly, and I think those niche fans that we love at the Sauce would really dig the ideas and discussions that those stories generate when they're really well done like the stories are that we choose and I guess that's it for my time uh, so again this is Brandon Hill from Central Sauce follow me on Twitter at hill, and check out my work with Central Sauce and In Search of Sauce
3: Carter Fowler, founder of Central Sauce, and I also do branding and uh, web design consulting on the side. Um, and I'm a part of the In Search of Sauce podcast that we have uh, at Central Sauce in conjunction with the Fifth Element, uh, run by our boy Charlie here. Um, uh, for my four answers, I guess my best moment of 2019. Um, would probably be in early April, when I was contacted by the U.S. Library of Congress to be uh, for them to notify me that they had selected Central Sauce to be included in their web archiving program uh, for American music. It was a really big honor. They have really uh, strict criteria um, and don't accept... Most journalistic or media sites on there. In fact, uh, as far as I know, we're the only site in especially hip hop journalism, but maybe even possibly in music journalism that have been included in their web archives uh, due to our really substantive and in depth content. And so that was just a huge honor and it really lifted me up for weeks and weeks and um, has been a huge boon as we continue to grow Central Sauce. Um, In terms of the biggest lesson that I'll take from the 2010s, that's really tough. Uh, When the 2010s started, I was 17 years old. Uh, But if I had to pick anything, it would probably be that compartmentalizing your emotions is not a healthy thing. It's good to explore how you feel and discuss it with people and discuss how their actions impact you. Even when it's really difficult to do, it's worthwhile. Um, and that's something I still work on all the time, uh, but definitely, definitely a huge lesson that I think most people could learn. And uh, it's been, it's been a big, big part for me. Um, the goal that I'd like to achieve in twenty twenty, there are plenty of things, but the one that I've kind of set for myself is to have a more active lifestyle. Um, basically finding ways to exercise and be active outside of just my three to four trips to the gym every week, more about um, incorporating it into my lifestyle, finding more active hobbies, etc., that aren't just dependent on actually going to the gym and exercising. Um, just been spending a little too much time on the couch and in the, in the house for my liking the past year or two. And uh, in terms of my ambitions for the podcast, um, as I said, I'm part of the In Search of Sauce podcast, and I guess my ambitions would probably be twofold primarily. Um, One, I'd like for us to just get a lot more regular and consistent and maybe even move up to doing it every week as the year goes on. Um, And secondarily, get a much broader cast of people involved. Um, Both as we continue to add people to Central Sauce, but also bringing guests on to maybe discuss their content that we highlight on the podcast um, and get those kind of outside perspectives and start to make relationships around the industry that way. Um, I think it would just really add a whole nother dimension to the podcast and could really take us to the next level with our growth and help expand the audience. So. Um, so many things to focus on it's been a wild decade a wild year uh, but here's to here's to the next one
4: Cheers. Hi, my name is Connor Herbert I'm a, a music writer involved with the Insert for Source podcast over at Central Source. Um, what is my best moment of 2019? It's a big question, but I think if I had to pick one moment, it might be a series of moments, and those would be... Uh, some of the people that I've got to interview this year through my music interviewing have been really... Fantastic, and, you know, people that I really respect and appreciate. And I think as much as last year there were figures who I interviewed who I was awed by in terms of their achievements, talking to people who have some kind of real uh, genuine significance in your own musical life and in, you know, the things that you have enjoyed is uh, is really humbling and fantastic, especially when they turn out to be such fantastic people. Um, the most recent one that calls to mind was uh, talking to the Free Nationals who, you know... Malibu was a very important record for me, and they were as good a people as they are musicians, which is to say, you know, fantastically kind. What is the biggest lesson you'll take from the 2010s? Uh, I think the 2010s, you know, seeing me go from... Oh, in 2010, I was in Year 9. Seeing me go from Year 9 through to now, when I'm a 23-year-old man. Um, the thing that I learnt the most is that... Uh, And the lesson that I would like to take away the most is that you get out what you put in, in terms of putting yourself out there. I think for a very long time, I uh, kind of laboured away in silence and it was only after a couple of, you know, happenstances and some overseas trips that I realised that if you put yourself out there and if you show people the things that you were doing with a sense of, you know, like, with some pride behind it and, you know, a sense of achievement behind it, uh, things just start to happen in interesting ways. Uh, You know, every – you you push a rock and, you know, it hits another rock and another rock and things just build in strange and interesting and unforeseen ways. So I think um, just getting out there and doing things, connecting with people, being uh, confident in that is the lesson that I'd love to take into the 2020s. What's one goal you'd like to achieve in 2020? Now, that is a, uh, a more specific question. I think I would like to get back in touch with my screenwriting roots, uh, which is something I've been doing for longer than I have been actually music writing. But the two go hand in hand a lot. I find a lot of compelling and interesting stories in the history of music. But with my writing going better and better at the moment, I kind of get sucked into it. And so taking it back to basics, and, you know, sitting down and writing a nice story would be fantastic. I mean, I work at a cinema... Uh, as my casual job, so it's always in my mind, but it's all about finding that time, as, as Tyler would point out. What are your ambitions for the podcast you primarily participate in? Well, I mean, you actually haven't heard me on any episodes of In Search of Source yet, but I think one of my ambitions in general is to be more of a presence on there, uh, to talk a bit more, to uh, really get to f- discover, I guess, some great new writing, from different writers across journalism, whether it be hip-hop or other music types. Uh, because, you know, I think that's what the podcast is about for a lot of people that listen to it. But at the same time, I think, uh, you know, just actually getting to sit there and talk to people about the things that they are bringing to the table, uh, the things that they are respecting and appreciating is something I don't get to do a lot of, um, you know, outside of kind of group chats and all that Uh, A lot of my music friends are international, Uh, you know, we're all scattered far and wide. So actually just getting to have a chat, like an actual, you know, audible, hearing them talk, seeing them talk, it's a a great experience, it's a great way to enjoy music and music journalism. So I think I'd just like to uh, be a part of it more and find some more great incisive commentary.
5: to sign your friendly neighborhood host of the same 12 notes podcast my role here i just jumping straight into the mix what is my role here i regularly rant i obsess about music i will listen to anything to give it a chance more than likely to deconstruct and explain why i dislike it hip-hop is an art it shouldn't be wasted on the lils
6: (laughs) yo aj audio guy here same 12 notes podcast Coming in with no AKA, but I usually try my best. I listen to the conversations that we have over and over again to make sure that they sound good for the people at home. Also probably the worst hip hop fan in the room, even when there's more than just us three in the room, because I tend to compare everything back to rock music that I listened to when I was 14. Or Eminem. Or Eminem or Post Malone. <laughs> I like hip hop really, I promise.
7: DJ Slopo in the building, international slow. Uh, the resident DJ of The Same 12 Notes. Resident DJs in a lot of place, places. <laughs> <laughs> International
6: booked and busy. You'll,
7: you'll learn that my grammar is terrible. Uh, but it doesn't matter. We move.
5: <laughs> Jumping straight into the first question. What were your best moments of 2019? I'm a start. Fire off to be cheesy to start with the best moment of
6: 2019 was the start of the same 12 notes podcast Aww. and I mean that sincerely because it's forced me personally at least to not only have a weekly therapy session and learn a new skill which is using logic very poorly uh, but also to listen to more new music which I'm still terrible at but I'm definitely better than I was a year ago
7: it's mad that last week I had to be educated that we did start this podcast this year and not last year I was, got, I was, I was, time conv- goes
6: real slow in this room. Yeah,
7: <laughs> I was co- I was convinced this started it last year, but I was wrong. Best moments for me of 2019, personal ones, was DJing internationally, Croatia, Norway, uh, learning that the UK music is spreading vast and far, getting a lot of requests for grind music that I wouldn't even get requests for in the UK, which is nice to see, nice to see the scene moving forward. Uh, general, I'm going to say that I feel like this year we it has been a, it's been an okay year for music. And I'd say just okay, because when we did our, uh, review of the decade, I realized that there was a lot more moments that I enjoyed previously. This well, year was a lot better, better
6: when you look back at it retrospectively.
5: Okay. It was, ah. it sucked at the time. Hindsight will be a interesting one looking back on this year. Yeah, man. My best moment of this year, I might have to go with the same as AJ in the sense of listening to even more music with a critical ear. And it's forced me to appreciate really good music. So I go out of my way to listen to really good music, not just to be passive.
7: I definitely think that's like um, a skill that we've all learned a lot that we've not really kind of considered until you look back at it. You go back to the the first episodes of
6: the podcast, I think all I could muster was, it's great. Yeah, so it was great for about an hour and a half. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) that's all I had to say about anything. And now I have real thoughts like a real boy.
7: Yeah, I think definitely as well, breaking down music, like we've broken down even down to the structure of how like something should be advertised, the market rollout, Uh, we've we've digged- Covered it all. We've digged deeper than what you normally would for the surface level of did you enjoy this album?
5: Very true. Very true. Next question. You all ready for this?
6: do 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 Hit do 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 There we
5: go. Hit them up. Biggest lessons you take from the decade? Uh, from the whole decade? From the whole decade.
7: What, biggest lessons that I've personally taken? Yep. Um, well, this decade I learned to DJ. That's forced me to be able to quit my job and DJ for a living. What an amazing job. I get to play other people's music that I'm not talented enough to make myself (laughs) and and earn a living from it. So, um,
6: yeah, and then... Don't put yourself
7: down like that. I mean, it's true. I'm not talented enough to make this, the music that I play. So, But I still get paid to do it. So it's it's a great job. Um, Yeah, and then uh, just as we mentioned, I think being critical about music... Learning actually how to present something in an interesting way to people through this podcast and through radio that I do,
5: and drugs will kill. Wow, <laughs> that's do you know what it's macabre, dark, but it's true.
7: Well, we've seen that. I, I didn't. Know. I I didn't know what a Xanax was or anything like that before 2010. Before we had the lils, I I knew weed, Hennessy, yep. and that was it.
6: That's a big are fact. Say,
7: are we allowed to say that? Oh, oh yeah. 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 I mean,
6: if, that, if that's the worst that we're going to get out of this, people need to listen to the actual podcast.
5: <laughs> <laughs> For I, me, it was, sorry to interrupt, I'm going to continue. For me, <laughs> it was like the rise of hip-hop kings. Like kings, yeah. that's plural, non-genre specific, because as Lil Sim said, women can be kings too. I hear that. So for me, it was the rise of that. The rise of, like, the art doesn't have to be compromised to be as big as the rest of music. Hip-hop became the mainstream.
6: Yeah, that, that's definitely the, for me at least, the takeaway from the last 10 years in music is where we saw hip-hop literally punch through the ceiling and become popular music. It's not just, and it, but it's not lost anything for the most part. In the pros, like the, the the absolute upper echelons, the really big hitters haven't lost anything in the process of becoming popular. Yeah, the, th- the the most popular genre of music.
7: I think it's great to see like the the more subgenres and stuff coming yeah. through. Um,
6: People aren't doing podcasts about Taylor Swift.
7: You'd probably
0: be surprised. Uh, don't encourage them. They're out there. <laughs> <laughs> People are grown as
5: men, addressing as My Little Pony. I'm never questioning anything. Oh
6: wow! And the thing I've learned the most in the last ten years. From on a personal level. Like I moved out and spent a year living on my own or with with my long suffering girlfriend. He put his big boy pants on. Yeah. <laughs> um I wa- I watched uh I watched that wage that I worked hard to earn. Evaporate into thin air. I learned <laughs> that the real world hurts people. <laughs> like 15,
5: 15 year olds listening, you you'll get there. Solid life lesson. One more question. Do you have more to say, DJ?
7: I was just gonna say that I learned that. Grown men can run around in diapers and still create incredible music. They can.
5: Shouts to the baby, aka Lil Baby Jesus. <laughs> that was his rap name before the baby.
6: I think I'm gonna change my Lil. You
5: can't, you can't change it now. The years. Done. You ha- you ha- your Lil was Grammy nominated.
6: Yeah, I know, but the baby's better. Uh, no, that's too the late. look
7: of the joy. You can't. Mm, you it's can't like betting, it's like, I have
6: to suffer with mine.
5: It's, it's, it's <laughs> like betting on sports. You can't say oh, I want to change that bet. They didn't win. So to explain, to everyone listening. At the beginning of the Same 12 Nose podcast, at the beginning of 2019, we all picked one Lil, who was up and coming in the music game. AJ picked... YBN Cordae. I completely forgot his name. Slopo, who did you pick?
7: I think I picked Roddy Rich.
5: Simon, Simon. tell us who you picked. I picked... <laughs> <laughs> I picked Blueface. Say it with your chest, man. I, I need. Picked. I need. He's not had a bad year. Blueface, bleed him. He's not had a He was year. getting more hits on WorldStar than iTunes and Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> All right, come on. What's the last question? It's not even the last question. What's one goal you'd like to achieve next year? I want. Roaring 20s. Say, take same 12 notes global.
7: Uh, that was literally what I was going to say as well. <laughs> um, no, I, I don't know. I just want us to do more stuff with this, be on um, bigger platforms. I would love for us to do uh, a live show. At yes. some point, um, I don't know how that's going to work. Growth. but The party
5: I, will continue.
7: Yeah, I was thinking logistically. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we can do the live show. Like, It's just <laughs> how the logistics of it. And then personal goals like DJing, booked and busy even more, more international spots, um, hopefully meet new people um, and invite them down to have a conversation with us.
6: I think everyone's going to have the same sort of idea here. I'd love to take this further than where we've already taken it. So we've, we've done a lot in the, in the last year. Yep. Let's do even more next year.
5: Next year. I'm, no I'm putting, putting this out to the world because that's what you do. You're supposed to project. Is that what they call it? Under pro-
6: under promise over deliver. That's no, what I'm doing. No, no, no. no. That's no, what the bill no, payers no, say. I'm supposed just, to project Speak, speak my, into existence. There we go.
5: I'm going to speak this into existence. Next year, we will make Same 12 Notes a great hub for hip-hop conversation globally. Sponsored by Tidal. Who wants to come hop on? Sponsored by (laughs) Jay-Z. Jay-Z, we got an extra mic if you want to pull up. (laughs) Anyone else who's affiliated with Tidal, who wants to pass that message on? (laughs) But otherwise, yes, I want us to be a hub that everyone is welcome to learn, share their opinions, debate, argue, congratulate, instigate, all of that good stuff.
7: Yeah, I just want to point out, I find it hilarious that we've picked the only platform to be so loyal to that doesn't actually do podcasts.
5: Well, they do. They (laughs) just do their own.
6: They only do their own originals. So Tidal, if you want to take this to be a a Tidal original, original, you let us know.
5: Let's do it. I'll send out some referral codes. (laughs) Tidal.com (laughs) forward slash sign up sign. You're welcome. Oh, (laughs) jeez. Wow. Please do not go to that URL. Yeah, don't do that. (laughs) Unless I buy it.
6: No, because it's still titled The Okay, yeah, it is.
5: Okay, thank you very much for listening to this small part of the network that More is window. same 12 Notes. We will continue to be in your ears on a weekly basis from sometime in January. Arbitrary point in the future. Big facts. Holiday seasons. Blessings. Enjoy.
6: Peace.
0: So, ladies and gentlemen, that was uh, just some of uh, the members of the FM Podcast Network and all their podcasts as well. Um, and that is the announcement, obviously, uh, from the last one is that Same 12 Notes is officially, as of right now, as of as I speak, <laughs> is uh, now part of the 5EPN. That's four podcasts if you can't count. Um, I'm personally extremely happy about this, um, you know, I, in terms of, like, obviously, I'm going to answer the question in a bit, but, um, you know, one of the goals I had, I set out to have at the end of last year was to have two podcasts under the 5VPN, and now there is four, and, you know, that's, <laughs> I, can't, I can't really, I can't really explain how, you know, great that makes me feel, To to be completely honest with you, you know, so it's a, it's a it's, I didn't really, you know, you know, I saw, I knew one was going to be there, you know, I knew always knew what's good was going to going to exist no matter what, um, but the other three are just, you know, <laughs> one was out of pure curiosity, uh, one was out of pure luck, and one was out of uh, just pure what's the word I guess uh, connection and um you know and hopefully um I'll give you my goals in a bit but um I just hope it continues and obviously grows much more than this but anyway with that said um I feel like I'm giving away answers here so I might as well just do the questions and be be on point like I should be <laughs> so question number one best moment 2019 I don't want to cheat but I'm going to give a few I'm just going to say like Show wise, seeing Master Ace, one of my top five. Um, Jazz Cafe, my favourite place to see music. Seeing Little Sims at Earth. Seeing going to see uh, Ocean Wisdom at Printworks. I mean, all three of those shows were just absolutely immaculate, and so many in their own special way. Um, But I think personally, for me, um, honestly, it is coping with the fact that what I'm doing is really, really on, I don't want to be morbid, but it's on shaky ground, so it's always on shaky ground, um, there is always moments where, there have been so many moments this year where it could it could have easily just all come crashing down, to be honest, and um, emotionally that has been the case uh, a few times, um, but the fact that I'm here, the fact that I'm still doing these and I still got and you know like I said, the fact that I have four podcasts is, you know, definitely a highlight for me. But I think personally for me my best moment is just the fact that I'm still doing what I want to do. Um, I saw a video the other day where uh two women they were, they were talking about uh passion versus um um uh, what was it? Passion versus, uh, I guess, hobby. I guess, um, and you know, for some people, this can, this kind of stuff could be considered a hobby. But the fact that it's a passion for me as well makes it more than, and it makes it more than that. You know, I can't um, just, you know, not do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not about, you know, disappointing people. I don't really care about that. It's more about trying to not disappoint myself and knowing that I can do more. And so, yeah, I think the best moment for me is just uh, right now, right now, right now. The fact that I'm still doing these things and uh, it's you know, now, now, and my head is still above water. Basically, the fact that I'm still swimming is good. It's, I'm somehow extremely happy about that in this moment. Uh, biggest lesson you take from 2010s? Um, I feel like I've now that now that I've uh, given now that I've heard everybody's answers. I feel like this question is so damn broad. <laughs> <laughs> um, because literally same same as a uh, Connor is uh, my age, you know. I was in. I was just like getting to grips with high school life. I um, mean that uh, at the start of the, at the start of the decade, and I don't really remember twenty ten or twenty eleven uh, specifically. Uh, once it got to twenty twelve, I think it will change for me. Um, and I think the biggest lesson that I'm gonna take away from this. I mean. A whole decade Charlie. the whole decade i think that i think that um learning really is the um is the key to everything i i really think that um earlier in the decades when i was in high school when i left uh when i left high school and failed math and english at that point you know i've I've said this story before but i've, I've i was so down I didn't really I was scrambling I felt like my life was over at that point you know and obviously it wasn't but me and my melodramatic self was just like uh weeping on my sofa and then my mum came back home she goes what'd you get I was like "D's. I'm out I'm done I can't 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 do anything so she basically just <laughs> pulled me <laughs> back to school and put me into put me into a uh, Six form and I'm happy about that it was a blessing in disguise all of that to be honest and the thing I came away with that the thing I came away from when it comes to university when it comes to this everything I've ever done in the whole decade is the fact that I've been willing to learn and I think that's the real lesson I take away from the whole decade is that learning is really everything if you if you allow yourself to be taught and teach yourself and make time to teach yourself because, you know, these people most people don't have time to, you know, teach you unless they're, you know, teachers and they pay and they're paid to do it. Um you really gotta do all this stuff yourself most of the time, especially when you've, you know, left education like I already ha- like I've been to- like I've been done. You know, it is for some people it really stops there. And whatever skills they have at that point, they just use it and and that's and that's how they go about their lives most of the time. But if you really just plug into the mindset of just I want to learn, then you're, you're 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 I don't know the limits are To be honest, the limits there's no limits. There's, there's no limits to what you can do. To be honest, and that's how I that's how I'm trying to that's I'm trying to get. Uh, that's what I'm trying to get to. The fact that if I continue to allow myself to be taught and to, and to learn by myself, then you know you can the door the doors will always open at some point and in that point obviously you just gotta be patient. So that's my big session. Uh one goal I'd like to achieve in twenty twenty. Um get a film credit. Um that's my goal. I need a, I, I want to I wanna get a film credit. Um like an official one that I can actually just not I don't want an I M D B page, I don't really care but but you know something for that, I guess, you know what I mean, in, in that kind of, even in that it's not really official, but you know what I mean, it's, I just want a film credit that I can just say that I have a film credit, an official one, you know, um, that's my goal, and I think it's possible for me, um, but you know, it's not, it's not a goal if you don't work to achieve it, so I'm going to obviously consistently try and do that, um, those are obviously the two things that I'm doing, um, obviously podcasting, writing and obviously screenwriting is one and you know, to go behind to take you guys behind the curtain I'm just hoping that one of these <laughs> one of these three things you know, uh, makes kickstarts me to some to some way good Um, so you know, and the only way to make sure all of those possibilities can possibly happen is to keep doing all three and that's what I'm going to keep trying to do uh, and my ambitions for the podcasts. So after listening to everybody, um, in terms of the fifth and podcast network, I mean four is great, um, and I'm completely fine with sticking a four for the moment. But I think my personal goal, um, as the head of all this, as the head of the five VPN, I, I want some female representation, um, you know everyone all all the all the people on my podcast are dudes in the moment. Um and I don't feel comfortable with that. <laughs> I mean they're all great, obviously. It's it's not about it's not about quality or anything. It's just like I feel like I would I personally, as a avid podcast listener, constantly, I'm really trying to find um personally that uh female voice that can not and it doesn't have to just be about hip-hop by the way it doesn't have to be that but i just want a female voice as like to 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 help cultivate personally you know professionally obviously um and and as a fan you know i just want to have like i want to be a fan of a of a uh a female voice that you know comes on every week and preaches whatever she wants to preach you know what I mean obviously the fifth Element is the hip hop based thing, and luckily for me most the uh, you know all four of the well all three of the podcasts and what's good is kind of you know me <laughs> it, it it chops and changes as you guys know but um yeah you know, you know it doesn't i'm I'm happy that it's all music based apart from what's good when it sometimes is sometimes isn't I just like the fact that. You know, the ethos for this is to shine light on the fifth venom of hip-hop, which is knowledge. And knowledge can come from everywhere. Knowledge is everywhere. And it doesn't just come from men, you know? And I want a female voice on that. There are many hip-hop scholars, just in general hip-hop scholars, that are female. Um, uh, Trisha Rose is a good one to look up. She's amazing. And, yeah, I kind of just want that kind of... Not obviously that level of voice, not a scholarly voice. I mean... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That'll be a miracle, but uh you know, just a just a, a great female voice. I'd I'd really wanna I really wanna find that and that's my ambition for the future of the five VPN I'll just want to have more representation. Um you know, not just from a not just from a male female perspective but um any other kind of diversity to be honest. Um race as well, you know, uh, whatever, it doesn't really matter. Internationally. I mean, even though in Search of Source has you know you know um, Connor from Australia, Ben's from Australia, and he, does, he does DITD with me. Um, Sign and them are up north in Manchester. Um, you know, shout out to my boy Ryan as well. He's he's in Birmingham, and there's obviously plenty of guys in Central Source crew in America. So you know, it's, it's you know technically global, but I'd like more than that. You know, I'd, I'd like more than that for sure. So. That's kind of my goals for the 5 VPN. I just want some female representation, one. um And two, just to be more diverse in general. And uh hopefully I can fulfill the the wants for the other guys as well. Because, um, you know, at the end of the day, we're all trying to... Well, I'm trying to build a network here, the true network. You know, the reason why I've been so giddy about Same 12 Notes is because... Um, they it gives it gives me the ability to reach out to the other guys, and I'm gonna try and get them all in one space where I can ask them to cross pollinate, and that's the goal for all of this, the long term goal anyway. So we cross pollinate, and if you're listening, to what's good, and you hear I don't know sign comes on, and he talks about and he mentions so, Saint Twelve Notes, and obviously put it in the description and all that and all that malarkey. And then hopefully you guys go to listen to the Same 12 Notes and become a fan of those guys. Or vice versa, I go on the Same 12 Notes and then I bring up What's Good, I bring up DITD, I bring up In Search of Source. And then their his, their fans, or their listeners, go to listen to the other 5 uh, VPN 5 projects. I, I don't know any other podcast network that's trying to do that actively. Um, and I feel like it's just a wasted opportunity for most people. You know how good it would be to have, like, Cole Kushner and, like, Jamel Hill talking about music? Because they're both Spotify podcasts. You know Hill is on Budden Dissect. That would be lit. That would be a great crossover. But they don't do that. Or Jamel Hill on Joe Budden. You know what I mean? That would be great. But they don't do that. I don't know why they don't do that. So, those are my goals um, for 5VPN. And I just wanted to, since it's to 5VPN special, I wanted to make, um, you know, all of those crystal clear. But yes, uh, it's been an interesting decade, of course. Obviously, you know, I've 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 become an adult in this decade, and you know, I've learned a lot, and it's probably the most I'm ever gonna learn in that space in the space of ten years. But in, with that said, I don't want to sell myself short. I want to learn more next decade. I want to become more next decade. I want more na- more labels next to my name. Doesn't want I don't want it to just be screenwriter, podcaster, writer. I don't want it to just be just those three. I want wanna have more than that, and hopefully I can at some point um but yeah, hopefully the door's open in that front, and I hope for you guys obviously um I don't know about your you guys' goals for the next decade and next year, but um just so you know that i you know I've, I've said it, learning is the key, and if you wanna get anywhere, you gotta keep learning, and as long as you keep learning, keep gaining that knowledge keep gaining that wisdom then uh, that along with life experiences will just round you out into the best possible you you can be and i truly believe that not to be you know one of those um <laughs> ig uh ig quote people but um, <laughs> but yes uh, that's kind of where I where I, where I where I put my personal ethos uh, uh, to but anyway ladies and gentlemen That's been what's good. Um, Again, I'm recording this on Christmas Day, so (laughs) I'm going to go get some food. Uh, Also, the dog as well. But um, I hope you've all had, uh, obviously, this this is dropping on Boxing Day, but hope you all have had a great uh, holidays. Hope you all have a great new year. And obviously, on that front, that's going to be the next time I hear from you that you you hear from me uh, on this particular pod. Um, But yeah. From the 5th M Podcast Network, I've been Charlie Taylor, it's been What's Good. Intro music has been Baxter by Brock Berrigan. Uh, interlude music has been Palm Parallels by Deeb. You can find all of their music uh, via Bandcamp, links in the description below. Thanks to your records for the ability to use these songs. You can also find their Bandcamp uh, link in the description below. And I'm going to drop the links to all of all four of my podcast no i'm joking um, <laughs> all four of the podcasts under the five vpn umbrella and i hope you guys listen it listen to it uh, for the next for the next uh for the for the years to come hopefully um but on that front have a great new year i shall see you guys in 2020 but until then take it easy ladies and gentlemen